we're going to continue on in Ecclesiastes. Now, what we've learned over the last five weeks or so is that this book isn't really a feel-good kind of book. It's more of a reality book. And I'm going to stop breathing out of my nose. The reason why it's a reality book is what we're talking about today is injustice, slow consequences. And in reality, we're surrounded by that stuff. Every day we see it. So the real question is, how do we deal with injustice? Well, we're going to jump right into Ecclesiastes 3.16. You guys can follow along in our Crosspoint app. There should be an event set up in the Bible app also. And we will also have it right up here. All right. I also noticed that under the sun, there's evil in the courtroom. Yeah, even the courts of law are corrupt. I said to myself, in due season, God will judge everyone, both good and bad, for all their deeds. Corrupt courts and judges? Yeah, we know that's right today, right? History has taught us this fact time and time again, from the O.J. Simpson trial to even about a month ago to more recent events. We had a uh, certain political official that was proven guilty of being negligent with classified documents. However, there were no consequences. The director of the FBI even said, hey, if this would have been a normal civilian, we would have thrown the book at him. There would have been consequences. Now, before I go any further, I'm just going to say this. This isn't a political thing for me. I don't know what any of your affiliations are. Quite frankly, I don't care. The only reason why I mention that is because it helps illustrate my first point. God will judge everyone, both good and bad, for their deeds. Right there in the Bible. So, even if people are getting away with what's wrong, even if there's injustice in our world, at the end of the day, at the end of our lives, God will judge us all. Moving on. I also thought about the human condition. How God proves to people that they are like animals. For people and animals share the same fate. Both breathe, both must die. So people don't have any real advantage over the animals. How meaningless. Both go to the same place. They came from the dust and they return to the dust. For who can prove that the human spirit goes up and the spirit of animals goes down into the earth? Now, let's stop right there. Who is an animal lover in here? Okay. Are you guys thinking the same question I'm thinking? Because growing up, my mom and dad were always like, um, well, my dad especially, he's a Southern Baptist pastor, so he was like, animals don't have souls, period. Thanks, Dad. I'm five. My dog just died. Thanks a lot. My mom took a different approach. She was always like, well, they don't have souls as far as I know, you know. Who knows? My grandma, my grandma was the best because she was an animal lover. If she saw a cat come up, it was hers. So she was like, you know, God's never told me that they go to heaven. But she goes, I would like to think that when I get there that there's a special place just for all my animals. Well, I kind of like that point of view because it's kind of a bummer. You have a dog growing up and it gets, well, to put it bluntly, it gets whacked by a car and then it's just boom back in the dirt. That's kind of sad when you've bonded with an animal and you're a kid, right? So, for all you animal lovers, as it says, you know, right here, 
Who can prove the, animal, the human spirit goes up and the spirit of animals goes down? Well, I don't know. Maybe Mittens is in heaven. Who knows? So I saw that there is nothing better for people than to be happy in their work. That is why we're here. And no one will bring us back from death so we can enjoy life after we die. And that, right there, is the origin of YOLO. You guys heard YOLO? An acronym, you only live once. This last year I've got so tired of hearing people say YOLO, oh, just, I just want to smack them. But, oddly enough, when I read this, that's the first thing that popped in my head. Because we only live once. So thanks, Solomon. Thanks for creating that. What's it say? Enjoy work. Ooh, work's a bad word. Enjoy work and enjoy life. Because, like Solomon says, that is what we're here for. All right, now we're going to switch gears and move down to Ecclesiastes 8. And this is where it gets kind of touchy. I've seen wicked people buried with honor, yet they were the very ones who frequented the temple and are now praised in the same city where they committed their crimes. This, too, is meaningless. Now, for those of us that have been around the block once or twice, we've probably all seen this kind of injustice. Imagine this. A small town has the same mayor. He's been robbing the people for years, stealing funds. Everybody knows what he's up to, but nobody stands against him. Why is that? Because he's in a position of authority. But when it comes time for his funeral, he's honored as a kind and generous man. Nobody stands up in the middle of a funeral and goes, Hey, this guy was a piece of garbage. He was robbing us all blind. Why is that? Because even though he was a swine, every Sunday he was in the front row, raising his hands. At the end of the service, he threw a $100 bill on the plate. He wore his, and I'm going to use this term even though I don't think it's a real word. I like it, so I'm going to use it. He wore his religiousness on the outside to look good. Cover up all the stuff that was inside. When a crime is not punished quickly, people feel safe to do wrong. This makes me sick, honestly, because... This is how our society works. We see this every day. Look at the news over the last month. Robberies, rape, riots, shootings. Shootings are the norm. That's just what you do now. I know I'm going to go into work tonight and probably see another police shooting on the news. There are people that are literally getting away with murder. But, let's bring that home. Because even though we're not out there murdering people, or robbing people, isn't that the same reason why we sin? Now, why we're hypocrites? Because we can get away with it. God doesn't immediately come down and go, hey, quit that. We can lie without immediate consequences. If we're not married, we can have sex without immediate consequences. We can even ignore the effects of it later. 
Why? Because it feels good. Sin feels good. And God allows us to get away with it for a time. Sometimes, just like criminals, we justify our actions. We justify our sin. Moving on. But even though a person sins 100 times and still lives a long time, I know that those who fear God will be better off. The wicked do not prosper, for they don't fear God. Their days will never grow long like the evening shadows. Look, God promises life through following him because everything else ends in death. I'm going to read that last part one more time. The wicked will not prosper, for they do not fear God. Their days will never grow long like the evening shadows. He promises life for us through following him. Because everything else that we chase, just like Solomon's been talking this whole time, everything else he's been chasing has been like chasing the wind. It's pointless. And that's not all that's meeting us in our world. In this life, good people are often treated as though they were wicked. And wicked people are often treated as though they were good. This is so meaningless. Can you tell that Solomon's a little frustrated by this whole thing? And that's the age-old question, isn't it? Why do bad things happen to good people? Well, we'll come back to that. Solomon says, So I recommended having fun, because there's no better way for people in the world than to eat, drink, and enjoy life. That way they will experience some happiness along with all the hard work God gives them under the sun. In my search for wisdom and in my observation of people's burdens here on earth, I discovered that there is ceaseless activity day and night. I realized that no one can discover everything God is doing under the sun. Not even the wisest people discover everything, no matter what they claim. This guy was the wisest guy in in history. He's been searching for wisdom this whole time. He's been, he's been searching for the answers to, to questions no one else could figure out. And he finally concedes and says, well, not even I can figure it out. So why do bad things happen to good people? Well, to put it bluntly, at the end of the day, there's no good answer. We just can't get to the bottom of the question. We can keep digging and digging and digging and digging. But we can't get to the bottom of it. We just don't know. To coin another phrase that's popular, it is what it is. And I feel like it's kind of a cop-out sometimes, but really, what else do we have to go on? There's no good answer. If we had an answer, we wouldn't still be asking the question. And people have been asking this question for hundreds of years. So all I can say, instead of worrying about it and stressing over it, why bad things happen to good people and why there's so much injustice in the world, this is all I'll say. God promises life through following him, okay? And you only live once. So enjoy your work. Whatever that work may be, digging ditches, loading trucks, loading totes like what I do, which is monotonous work, believe you me. Find joy in whatever work that God creates for you because you are there for a reason. And enjoy your life.
because you only get one shot at it. Let's pray, shall we? Father God, I know that I'm guilty of not taking life for granted and not enjoying everything that I have. There's so many blessings that that we all take for granted. Even even our jobs sometimes. Because Monday morning comes fast and we don't always want to be there. But Lord, help us to remember today to enjoy that work that you've given us. And enjoy our life. The little things that that pile up, stress and everything else, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't. Because at the end of the day, we only have this one life. And we're here to work, and we're here to enjoy it. Whatever work that you give us today, Lord, help us to keep our, our hearts open to whatever you may bring in our path, whatever people you may bring in our path, Lord. And, Just continue to bless each and every one of us as we go. We ask these things in your name. Amen. Stand up with us while the the band leads us in a time of reflection. Be people in the back if there's uh, anything you need to pray about or just talk about. But if not, help us worship.